I'm excited uh, about the next couple of weeks because uh, we're going to be sharing with you uh, some of the things that we've been thinking about and talking about and some of the items that we've been looking at as an eldership and uh, as a leadership. Uh, because this year, uh, we don't want to kind of just go through uh, 2018 uh, putting one step and one, one foot just in front of the other. And we don't want to just kind of go through and, and manage to get through our Sundays. And we don't just want to go through and be doing good things in the community um, or even just turning up on Sundays just for a quick catch up. But uh, we want to be intentional about taking the gospel of Jesus Christ to people. We want to be intentionable. We, we, intentionable? Is that a word? Uh, it is now, yep. So uh, we want to be intentional about growing in our relationship with God and growing in our relationship with uh, each other. And as, uh, as we kind of look at doing that, we kind of have to assess uh, realistically where we're kind of at, at as, as a church. Uh, and we've also had to kind of, kind of look and, and really seek uh, God for wisdom and guidance about where we're going, because that's always a good thing to do in life, to kind of ask God uh, first. And so as we've uh, been, been talking through and, and processing what uh, we kind of think we want 2018 to look like and what we want to uh, spend time in and focus in on in 2018, I really just sensed uh, for myself that for us as a church and where we're at, 2018 was really going to be a year of sowing. Uh, a year of sowing. Now, sowing's not always the coolest thing to kind of think that we're going to focus on for a year because if everyone kind of wants to see the end result. Uh, everyone, we all kind of want to see, you know, any, I'm, I'm like that. Whenever I have to kind of sow into anything, you want to see the fruit before you even sow in anything. Uh, last year, when Debbie and I started study, I, I would have liked to have seen the certificate two days after we started study. Um, but as you kind of, we all know that as you sow into things that, that it takes time, but it, I just really felt that it was a year this year of sowing into some fresh soil, sowing into our relationships, into our ministries, and our ministry leaders uh, was really a, a big one for me, sowing spiritually into our spiritual growth, uh, in, sowing into our mission, and uh, as you're going to hear, our vision, and also sowing into God's kingdom and the future of Shore Elam Church. Uh, because I believe uh, that God's going to continue to do some great things through us and, and through this church as doors open in 2018. Amen? Anyone else believing that with me this morning? Uh, and so I look forward to sharing our vision uh, with you over the next uh, couple of weeks. And we'll share part this week. And then next week, uh, Debbie's going to join me. I have told you that, eh? Debbie's going to join me and, um, and we'll share an, a few more bits of... Uh, the vision. But before we get into uh, the vision part this morning, I just wanted to share some thoughts uh, on this word sowing. And so if you've got your notes with you or your Bible with you, uh, we're looking at Galatians 6 verses 7 through to 9 in the New King James Version. <coughs> it says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to the flesh will reap will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. And then verse 10 says, Therefore, uh, as we have opportunity, 
Let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Let's just pray this morning. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, for uh, who you are and for all you've done in our lives. Lord, we thank you, Father God, for the seeds that were sown, which led into our salvation. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the seeds that were sown, which led uh, to us coming into a relationship with you and coming into this amazing family that is uh, the family of God. Lord, this morning I just pray uh, that you would uh, speak into our hearts, Father God, for where we're at individually and personally, Lord, but also uh, into our hearts as a, as a church as we move and, and speak on vision. Lord, we just pray that you would give us vision, Father God, for your calling in our life and give us a fresh anointing for all that you have laid out for us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so there's so much that we could pull out of this passage, and uh, if you kind of get the time to do it uh, later on, do go in and, and do a study uh, on these passages um, in your own time. But this morning we're going to be uh, looking at the verses as they relate to our key points. And uh, these are key points that apply to you in uh, your own personal life and in your own practical life just as much as they apply to us uh, in church life and in corporate life. And so if you're uh, taking notes this morning, uh, here is your first point. What you sow determines what you reap. <clears throat> what you sow determines what you reap. So Paul kind of starts out uh, the verse in an interesting way. He says, do not be deceived. And we know that from uh, previous verses leading up to this, that he is talking about uh, not, not trying to be something or be someone that you're not. He's talking about not trying to make yourself out to be something that you were never meant to be. Uh, that, that is what he called in the previous verse, deceiving yourself. If you do that, you're deceiving yourself. And so he says, do not be deceived. Um, God cannot be mocked. And then he continues on saying, for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Whatever a man sows, that he shall also reap. So when you look at the definition of the word sow, uh, it says this. Uh, this is two or four definitions. It says to scatter seed. Uh, and then in brackets, it's got over land, over earth, etc., for the purpose of growth. I love that picture. To scatter seed for the purpose of growth. Uh, if we're going to be sowing anything into community, we want to be sowing into it for the purpose of growth. Uh, not, just, not, not just necessarily the growth of Shurilim Church, but the growth of God's kingdom, that people will come to know Jesus Christ. And so, uh, you know, I mentioned this morning, we don't just want to be doing good in the community. We want to be taking the word of God and the gospel message into the community. Another definition is to impart, introduce, extend, and disseminate. And then in brackets, uh, it has sowing uh, seeds of distrust, dis, distrust, dis, that's, that's the right word, distrust <clears throat> uh, of, and of dissension, sowing seeds of a thought and of an idea. And so it's a, it's, it's a different kind of seed that is sown in that instance from a seed that is sown into the ground. Um, in Matthew 13, Jesus tells the parable of, this, of sowing and reaping. And when Jesus is sharing this parable, 
the seed that he is referring to as being sown is the word of God. The seed that he is speaking of being sown and being thrown out, because the, the verse talks about some seeds thrown out, some falls on concrete, uh, so it doesn't grow. Some fall, falls on hard soil, so it doesn't grow. And then some falls into good soil, and it flourishes, and the seed flourishes. And the seed that it's talking about is the word of God and the kingdom of God, that that seed will get implanted into people, and then out of that seed that's in good soil, this relationship with God and God's kingdom just begins to grow and begins uh, to expand. And that's the seed, and that's the message that I, I believe we're to sow into our community. That seed of God's word, that seed of the gospel message, uh, that seed of hope, because Jesus Christ is the hope. Uh, the, the church in itself uh, and, and the people in it, we, in all reality, kind of have nothing to offer except for the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. And to think otherwise is to deceive ourselves. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. You know, I like the way that the NLT puts it, uh, puts this last verse. It says, you will always harvest what you plant. Uh, I'm into logistics. Uh, I'm into making sure everything fits right. And that just makes a whole lot of sense to me. Because, uh, you know, if a when you're speaking about uh, agriculture, if a farmer goes out and he, and he sows tomato seeds, uh, what do you think the farmer's expecting to get when those tomato seeds grow? Tomatoes. If a winemaker goes out and he sows some, some, grape, some grape seeds, do grapes have seeds? Grapes, yeah, some grape seeds. Uh, what's, what's the farmer expecting to have when his grapevines grow? Onions. I wasn't expecting onions, I was expecting wine. But uh, I think if, if you planted grape seeds and got wine at the end of it, then we'll all be in the wine business. But what we harvest and what we reap and what we get back flows out of what we're sowing and what we're sowing into. So what you sow determines what you reap. And uh, that's why with the leaders and I, uh, are excited when we kind of think about what God's calling us to sow into. Because we're believing that what God's calling us to sow into is going to produce a fruit. And, uh, you know, we've, we've often talked about uh, what that fruit looks like. And to us, it, whether people end up with us or whether they don't is not the point. What we want to see is that people end up in the house of God in God's family, uh, one way or another. And uh, we believe that there's a byproduct of that. They are going to end up uh, here at Shaw Elam Church. <clears throat> Amen. And so I hope that uh, as you kind of look at your own life and you kind of look at what you're sowing into this year, uh, financially, spiritually, in every aspect of life, uh, I hope that in some way you're energized and excited uh, about what you're hoping to see at the end of that, uh, when it comes time to harvest. You know, this degree, uh, this, this, these papers that I'm doing is kind of heading into, <coughs> is kind of heading into a um, Bachelor in Theology. Uh, I will be there in about 12 years. So, uh, how's that for, for kind of sowing seeds and watering it? I don't know. I, many conversations with God on that one. 
Uh, but secondly, this morning, the passage uh, leads us to consider uh, what we're sowing into. And so in verse 8, it says, For he who sows in the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And so if you're taking notes this morning, there's two things that we're sowing into, uh, or that we sow into, the flesh or the Spirit. You know, here Paul further defines um, some parameters for, uh, it, pretty much as a follow-up for what he mentioned in the previous statement. And we can be sowing into so many things in our lives, but here Paul helps us to distinguish two very key areas uh, upon which they kind of fall into, and two, two key categories uh, that we sow into. He mentions the flesh, which is speaking of uh, our, our fallen and our selfish desire to get what we want. Uh, to serve our own need, and he mentions the, the Spirit speaking of uh, the things of God and the kingdom of God and God's purpose and our desire to serve and run after um, God's purpose. And when you think about it, you don't just sow uh, into things on a practical level, right? So we're not just sowing into, uh, into our own lives financially or into the church financially. We're not just sowing into our own lives in terms of time, um, and, and energy, or we're not just sowing into the church in terms of time and energy, but we also sow into people. We're sowing into people, probably most of the time, uh, every day. We're sowing into people's lives with our words, with our actions. And so, uh, be it sowing out of, out of love or out of hate, whether we're sowing out of good or out of evil, uh, out, of, out of grace or judgment, we sow, whether we're sowing out of encouragement um, or discouragement, or out of mercy or condemnation, uh, we, we're either sowing uh, into the flesh or we're sowing into the spirit. The flesh being sowing out of our own understanding, out of our own strength and out of our own security. The spirit being sowing out of God's leadership, God's strength and our identity in God. We're sowing out of the spirit, out of the, into the flesh or into the spirit. You know, the elders and I, before we went away uh, on retreat and, and while we were on retreat, I uh, spent a lot of time just praying uh, that God would lead us into this year uh, with a clear vision of what he wants us to do. And we spent a lot of time praying that he would help us to focus on what he wants us to focus on because we know uh, that God will bless what he has already laid out in front of us. God's hand is already upon what God uh, is doing. And so rather than, rather than going our own way and trying to do our own thing and asking God to come and bless that, we thought, man, God, what are you already blessing for our church? What have you already got your hand on uh, that you want us to be looking at and doing uh, for our church and for our community? Uh, and so... Uh, we know that as we focus on that, that he would bless it as we walk in obedience with him. So verse seven, we have, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked for whatever a man sows, he will also reap. And then verse eight, for he who sows to the flesh, sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. None of us want that. Um, but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And then 
Uh, I love the next part of the passage because I think it's a real encouragement uh, for all of us as we sow into the things of the Spirit and the things of God. Uh, Verse 9 says this, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. So the third point this morning is we shall reap. So don't give up. <clears throat> you know, I think that that's a, a personal word for some people this morning. Don't give up. You know, when things get hard, and I know we've all probably experienced it, when things get hard and when things aren't quite going the way uh, we thought they would, or they're not quite going the way we want them to, or we thought it would look this way and it doesn't, or we kind of don't think God's working fast enough. Has anyone ever had that? It's like, well, God, if you can just work it a bit faster, and if you could kind of work with me on these dates, that would be great. Um, But when things get difficult uh, and when we get discouraged, it's so easy to give up. And it's so easy to kind of, uh, kind of just let go. You know, some of the other translations uh, of this verse put it this way. The NIV says, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. The NLT says, at just the right time. Oh, I've never liked that. At just the right time. Uh, not our time, uh, but at just the right time. Uh, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. The message says, at just the right time, we will harvest a good crop. Who likes that? A good crop. Uh, We will harvest a good crop if we don't give up or quit. And you know, if there's one thing that I know to be true about ministry And the work that we kind of do out in community and also it'll be true of your own personal life and anything that God is stretching you on or calling you to uh, in your uh, own personal life. If there's one thing that I've experienced um, in trying to transform myself and allow God to reshape me and remold me, it's that uh, there is always plenty uh, of challenges on that journey. There's always plenty of roadblocks on that journey, and there's always uh, plenty of opportunities to just give up. But this morning, I'm, I want to just tell you that as we continue uh, to pursue God's good work, God's work, uh, as we continue uh, to work in our lives uh, on the seeds that God has given us to sow Uh, into relationships, to sow into godly mission and godly purpose, to sow into, you know, all the things of the spirit, of love, faith, uh, of hope, uh, not losing heart, but always believing uh, that God is faithful uh, and that in in due season we shall reap. Uh, I believe that there is going to be a joy and a strength that comes over our lives uh, that we will experience even before we see a harvest. You know, so often we kind of wait for a harvest to feel like we have to get our joy and our victory. But don't discount the journey to the harvest. As we serve God faithfully, 
I believe that we will find a joy and a strength and a hope uh, in God even before we see the harvest. And uh, I've got to be honest with you. I'm not even convinced that everything we sow our lives into in this lifetime is going to happen in our lifetime. The amount of, of ministries and ministers who have sown seeds and sown their lives into a ministry that hasn't flourished until they have gone to be with the Lord. And I think we fall into the, to the trap of thinking sometimes that as we sow seed, that it's our harvest to experience. And in that, miss the lesson that the journey is trying, that God is trying to teach us in the journey. Is that all right this morning? <clears throat> and so I just want to take, uh, so I just want to give you two questions to take away uh, with you. Just to have a think about. And the first is this. What are you sowing into in your own life? What are you sowing into personally? Could be with your family. What are you sowing into in the kingdom of God, uh, in, in God's house, uh, in, in ministry? And then the second question, before we have a look at some of the things we'll be sowing into as a church, uh, what are you, oh, sorry, not what, oh, we've done what, haven't we? Did we have what? Yes, we had what. Um, who are you sowing for? Who are you sowing for? Again, this picture of, of kind of thinking that we sow for ourselves. Are, you, are we sowing for ourselves? Or are we aligned to a generational God who may be calling us to sow a seed for another generation? Who are we sowing for? The thing is, I don't, I don't think that we would, I don't, I believe wholeheartedly that we will find fullness of joy even if we don't see that harvest. If we're obedient to whatever harvest God is calling us to sow seed for, be it in our lifetime or not, I, I believe that God will give us the joy, the hope, the faith, the strength that we need just to keep sowing and sowing and sowing and sowing and sowing, not because of the harvest, but because we're obedient to God. So what are you sowing into and who are you sowing for? So have a think about those two questions uh, over the next week. Feel free to email me if you want to have a conversation or want to talk about it or anything like that. Um, but I just want to spend, uh, as I conclude, the next few minutes just sharing with you uh, the first parts of uh, Vision 2018 uh, that uh, as a leadership we've, we believe God is uh, calling us to sow into and Again, we share this with you as a church uh, to invite your feedback and to invite your thoughts. Um, what we do with your feedback and your thoughts, we'll keep to ourselves, but we do want you to, to um, kind of let us know what you think uh, about where we're kind of heading. Um, but we went away and we did a couple of things uh, last November while we were on retreat. We had a look at our mission 
to reach, grow, and celebrate. And we uh, worked on redefining that a little bit and also working that into a mission statement. So there will be a mission statement uh, that kind of wraps up reach, grow, and celebrate in one or two sentences. Um, that is still a work in progress because we've, we've uh, kind of put that out to our summit leaders, which are all our ministry leaders, um, to kind of have a look at also and to speak into. So um, we'll, we'll share a bit more on that with you uh, at a later date. <clears throat> but we also built a picture of uh, the church that we wanted to see in 2022. And so this is uh, the kind of church uh, that we wanted uh, to see in 2022. We want to see a missional church. Uh, what that means is that we're a church on a mission and a church with a mission. We're not just a church which has a little part of it that's called missions. Uh, so everything we want to be doing, uh, we want to be centered around missions, both global uh, and local. Uh, we want it to be a multicultural church, and I love that we're already starting to see uh, this kind of um, happen, uh, a multi-generational church. Uh, those of you who are a bit uh, older and, well, sorry, those of you who are wiser, <laughs> wiser in your years, <coughs> uh, <coughs> Uh, Mike wants to sign up for the youth group. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, De Debbie and I really believe that there, we, we really believe in a generational family uh, and having a generational um, church where uh, we've kind of got the euthanism and the, the youth kind of coming up and thriving, but we've also got the wisdom of those who have been in, uh, in walking in faith um, to kind of help temper that and, and steward them and guide guide them. Not like that, but just guide, guide them. Um, uh, we we want to be a church that's relevant, so a church that's, uh, you know, both relevant on the Sunday morning, but also relevant during the week, meeting the needs in, in our community. Uh, a family church, obviously. Uh, we want to uh, see a vibrant youth in 2022. Uh, we want a local presence in the community. We think that that's really important for connecting uh, with the Northcote community. Uh, in the community on the North Shore. And we want to be a center of hope, not just a center of hope uh, that uh, says we're a center of hope but then has nothing to offer, but a center of hope that the community know about, uh, that the community knows that when uh, they're struggling, they know where to go uh, to find um, not only hope in the sense of, of spiritually, but also uh, hope for their circumstance, hope for their... Uh, issues, hope for uh, what they're battling with. Uh, and we want to be a seven-day-a-week church. That doesn't mean you have to come to church seven days a week. Uh, it just means that we want uh, to be a church that is actively involved uh, in the community uh, seven days a week. So we'll, we'll get Robert just to leave that up there for a minute. Um, but once we were able to kind of see the church that uh, we believe God wanted us to have in 2022, uh, we were able to kind of assess where we were at, at as a church and then start to kind of break that down and go, okay, well, what things are we going to focus on in 2018? Uh, what small steps are we going to begin to take uh, to see uh, this vision uh, come to light and what things are we going to sow into uh, this year? And so working, uh, working with where we were heading, we came up with five 
uh, key things that we believe God wants us to focus on uh, in 2018. And I'm going to share two of those this morning. And then, uh, as I mentioned, next Sunday, uh, Debbie and I will share uh, the last three. But some new initiatives uh, and new things that we believe God wants to sow into. Uh, Firstly, prayer. (coughs) Excuse me. So we've talked about prayer a lot, and we had our 21 days of prayer last year, and we'll have our 21 days of prayer this year, but prayer is such a powerful thing. And uh, I'll admit, we probably haven't done the best job with it over the last year, Uh, but we want to, over the next um, year, really kind of bring some focus to that and really bring it together as something that, as a church, uh, we're kind of looking at um, together. You know, uh, with the world kind of becoming an increasingly uh, more secular type place, uh, an increasingly more politically correct type environment, um, I believe that prayer is is a real weapon to to stand um, against, you know, a secular culture and a secular society. Uh, It's it's a real weapon to kind of bring breakthrough uh, into into the things in our world that we know just aren't right. Um, and often we, uh, we look at things and uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit discouraging, but that's where I believe prayer is really um, powerful. And so uh, we'll be looking to kind of set up a, we'll be looking to start a monthly um, prayer meeting, which will most likely happen on a Sunday. Uh, when on a Sunday, we don't know. Uh, just yet, but it could be early early evening so that we're not all out um, too late. But uh, we just believe that having that opportunity for everyone to come together and, and to really pray into uh, our community, pray into the church, uh, pray into, um, you know, into each other's lives and into uh, some of the things that are going on is just going to be, uh, a, it's just going to be a real powerful uh, way for us to, to move forward with prayer in 2018. Does that sound good? Who likes that? Cool. So we'll see you at the first one, eh? <clears throat> uh, secondly, um, sowing into the community. And so we've seen, so we've seen uh, some growth uh, with the families that uh, we've been working with. Uh, we make contact with them once uh, every two to three weeks. Um, so because we've got a number of families that we give meals to now, we've had to split it up. So some families will get meals one week, another family will get them another week. Um, and so we've got those relationships that are kind of going there. Uh, also in Children's Day, we've had really positive feedback from uh, the families and the school regarding Children's Day. And so uh, we kind of felt, well, how, how do we how do we kind of build that relationship so that we're not just kind of doing the same thing again um, this year, but expecting a different result because we want to see a, a greater sense of growth in those relationships with those families. Uh, and so uh, we've talked about uh, having an after-school program uh, for the Onipoto uh, primary region. And we came away uh, from the retreat with this idea uh, of an after-school program. And when I approached uh, Onipoto primary school about it, uh, they kind of opened the door for us uh, to run a program uh, on their school site uh, whenever we're ready. Uh, we're, we're not ready yet. 
um, but they were open for us to do that. And we've got a bit of work to, to kind of work through to, to kind of see what, what that program's going to look like to kind of ensure that we can actually manage that program and that we don't need um, too many people resources to kind of make that happen. Uh, and so we're just working through that uh, at the moment and we'll have a team to get, we'll put a team together to do that. Um, but again, it's just another opportunity to be in there every week uh, and to be relating with kids and, and their parents uh, on another level. And then uh, also the other thought that came out of um, moving into the community was uh, a light party. Who's heard of a light party? So uh, a light party is a nice alternative. Uh, well, it's a positive alternative to the Halloween slant uh, and the Halloween parties that are out there. And so uh, it'll, it'll look probably very similar to Children's Day, where there'll be bouncy castles, lollies, uh, a whole lot of this stuff, um, where there'll be, uh, you know, kind of handouts for people which will uh, tell them about the light, uh, about the light of Christ. Um, and uh, so we're kind of hoping that having done Children's Day a couple of years now and after this year's Children's Day, uh, that that will... Uh, not be as big a project to kind of focus on as uh, the after-school programs will be. Uh, and so those are two things that we're really kind of uh, believing to sow into uh, this year. But we really want to just offer, um, again, just those things to the, the community and uh, with prayer uh, in line with our, our mission statement to be growing and what we've already mentioned, that growing in our spiritual lives. I, I think that that's going to be a real... Uh, opportunity for us to to get together and and, and really as a family um, grow. Amen. So as we kind of share uh, the vision over the next two weeks, um, would you pray? Uh, that, I guess that's the main application uh, for us. Would you would you pray for our leaders, uh, not just our trust and our elders, but also um, pray for uh, our ministry leaders because we have uh, already sat down with them and gone through it. Um, and so they're, they're, they are a big part of making uh, these things happen. Um, and so pray for them and also pray um, about how you can get involved in that. Uh, you know, is God calling you to be a part of uh, something that we're doing um, and something that's going on there? But just uh, if you can be praying for that and uh, praying for our team, uh, that will be great. Uh, again, if you have any questions, um, feel free to ask us, myself, or any of the elders. Um, they'll be more than happy to answer your questions. Uh, if you want to fire an email through. What's Phil's email address? No, you can email info at short. You can email info at short Elam, um, and uh, we will respond to that. But why don't we just stand today as we close uh, in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, uh, for who you are and for all that you've done in our lives. Uh, Father, we thank you, Lord, that uh, yeah, that, you, that your kingdom is so great. Uh, Father, we just pray, Lord, for every, uh, every church across our nation, Father God, who, uh, who worships you, who calls Jesus Christ Savior. Father, we just pray, Lord, that 
uh, you would just continue to bless your church throughout New Zealand, that your spirit will continue to lift and rise. And Father God, that as churches uh, lay out their plans for 2018, Lord, that uh, all our plans, Father God, will be the plans that you have laid before us. Uh, Father God, that our walkings and our talkings will just be the walkings and talkings of obedient servants to your will and to your purpose. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, that as we do that, Father, the God, that you, uh, that you will bless uh, what you are doing. And, and Lord, uh, we want to see people saved for your, uh, saved and into your kingdom. Father God, we, we want to see people uh, transformed, Lord. Uh, we want to grow in our own relationship with you. And we want to grow in our relationships with each other that we might be able to stand together uh, as the army of God and uh, fight for, uh, Lord, for your purposes and for your will. So, Lord, I just pray uh, for every single person here today, Lord, those who aren't with us this morning and those who uh, might be hearing this online. Father, we just pray, Lord, that you would uh, just continue to, to allow your presence to go with us. Father God, that as, uh, as we turn to you in prayer, Father, we just pray, Lord, that you will bring breakthrough. Uh, and Father, we pray, Lord, uh, that in all that we do, Father, you will guide us and lead us clearly uh, into obedience, that you may be glorified and that you may be made famous uh, in our lives and through uh, our, our lives and our hands and our feet and everything we say. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen, amen.